welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhard von Krieger. Hello. What's going on? Not much. Also joining this evening, Dogbot. Hello. Howdy, y'all. And down in the dungeon, taking notes, Grognak. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> there he is. Hey, you got your mic fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I got a backup for now. Oh, you got a backup. All right, we'll get the... We get all the new stuff. He's got technicalities and difficulties and stuff. Anyhow, welcome to the live Nationalist Inquirer. We are live on Pilled. We are live on DLive. And we are live on Odyssey. Um, I actually had Odyssey working a second ago. And then I forgot to mute it. And I could hear the music in my headphones. So I like quick clicked off it. I'm like, ah. I didn't know what to do. It's okay. Nice. Nice. Kind of kind of when you end up playing something dissident like out in public. And it turns out that you're headphones are not connected yeah and you're like somebody's beats pill gets picked up like across the street yeah it's bad no i tried to play one of your one of your guys vms you know like one of the two minute ones that are in our uh discussion chats and i like i, I press play on it and i'm like oh those are words i don't want other people hearing oh, yeah that, that happens that happens. Yeah. echoes through the bathroom at work right that's bad that's bad. Anyway, like, is that a hard R coming from the stall. Yeah, dude, you no, that was a hard kerplunk. Oh, that's unnecessary. Anyway, I do not courtesy flush. Oh. Again, unnecessary. So, damn, uh, Odyssey, it's frozen. Oh well. Anyhow. We're uh we're gonna be moving along. How is how is everybody? How's everybody this week? Everybody good? Doing good. Had a uh, long weekend uh, down in Texas with the in laws, uh, so it was nice to get away for a little bit. Nice. Yeah, and everybody's uh everybody else is doing everybody's doing good this week. It's only Tuesday, so the week's still young. There's plenty of time. Plenty Something's about to happen tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. Dude, no, it'll be like 11.45 tonight after we go to bed. It'll be like something like, they just nuked Kiev. <laughs> the city's gone. What? Pete, Davidson, Pete Davidson dropped Kanye's kids on Kiev and it blew the whole place up. What? He has their names tattooed on him. I know. I didn't know this until yesterday. That is really, really, really strange. Uh, apparently, apparently, that's months old. That information. I, I mean, regardless. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get it. It's it's crazy, and there's no way that that should ever happen. Um, like, what the fuck? But again, again, guys, guys, guys. guys. Is it isn't one of his kids just named North though? So like North, yeah, Northwest, which you know. So so he just got the word north on him. Like so like he can play right. that off. I mean like, later on he can just pull it off and be like, Yeah, it was part of a compass. It was supposed to be like a broken compass. No. I'm from I'm I'm from the north side of Brooklyn or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I guess the other kid's name is like an actual name. So But still Wait. regardless. Okay. So how many apostrophes are in it? Talk about coming in the stop coming in the middle of a conversation. Um, yeah, so Kanye did a thing and sent the entire world into a tizzy. A literal? Would you call this a tizzy? It's a literal tizzy, I think. 
a tizzy. Yes. <laughs> the entire define, define tizzy so I can make sure we're on the same page. Oh, I don't know. I've just heard it so many times. I, I used to hear it when I was a kid. It's just, just it's got them all. It's got her all worked up into a tizzy. Like apparently it's a state of being worked up. I don't know. But the entire world is on high alert. The earth, the whole earth, the 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 realm, whatever you want to call it, the entire like Riru, the from the fun police with the Riru Riru and the and you have the Jews shutting everything down. And then, from, dude, I mean, where do you guys want to start with that? There's so much to the story and my, ev- every single thing makes me laugh. All well, my mother, my mother wouldn't say tizzy. My mother would say conniption fit. And I used to always love that, the idea of somebody having okay. a conniption fit over something. And that that's what we've been seeing for the past two weeks is just a literal conniption fit. It hasn't like, been two I, weeks. I, a, Has it been two media, weeks? No. The a, first... a, me, a media epileptic seizure. Well, when was the first? The first thing was... The Tucker interview is at least two weeks old. Is it? No. Yeah, it was last week. It was last week, so it's a week old. It's a week old. This is it's on its second week. If it premiered Tuesday, like the first anybody heard about this was last week, so it's a week old. Anyways, it's a week old story, and everybody's going nuts. You've got everybody from Michael Rappaport, who nobody likes. Did you guys see the video of him getting hit with snowball? No. Shut- uh, did it? Did it pop one of the herpes on his lip? No, but it hit him. And this guy, he's out there, like you know, Trump. Let me fucking tell you something, Trump. You fucking mutt. Somebody hit him, hit him with snowballs. Oh. Somebody hit him with snowballs. Like shut the fuck up. You're always out here talking shit. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. He didn't say nothing. He just walked away. <laughs> he he, posted he was that on video. a season of, of Justified, and he played like a Cajun uh, criminal. A Cajun? Criminal. Yeah. Okay. Criminal, I can see. But like C- Cajun? This Brooklyn Jew. Really? Right. And he, he almost ruins that season. Almost. He tried. He tried. He did his best. He ends, to try. Up, he ends up getting it in the end, you know. I don't want spoiler alert, you know. But uh, I'm not skull. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I, I I wouldn't watch Justified for the truth drops. It's just a good shoot 'em up show. I don't even know what it's. Okay, but know. Boyd Crowder is the is the hero. Who? People know the reference. That's not what I asked you. I asked you who. Oh, Boyd Crowder is the uh, supposed bad guy of the series, mm-hmm. but he's really the good guy. Boyd Crowder, yeah. Raylan the- R- Raylan Givens, the uh, the cop in it, is the bad guy. Are these actors' names or the actual characters' names? The characters' names. Okay, yeah. If anybody's watched that, there you go. There's your. I don't think anybody here has watched or is going to watch that. I've never even heard of it, actually. You've never you never seen an episode of Justified? I, I don't watch television. It's an old series. I haven't watched television in probably seven years, six years. Do you know who Timothy Oliphant is? No. Okay. Nope. Should I? Is he, I don't care. Is he named after <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I It's not. It's like that's one of the actors' names. Oh no, I've never even heard of it. Timothy Oliphant. Like yeah, like the giant creature things from the the Return of the King. No, they got yeah, they got it from his last name. That's where they got the name from. No, I'm pretty sure Tolkien came up with that first. But, anyways, um, 
Man, that was kind of a, a long roundabout random thing. So what does that have to do with Kanye? Nothing? Okay. So Kanye is in the news and he's going nuts. Are we going to continue to talk about this? We're not going to talk about like what's going on. Like this is, this is, I, this I, is funny dude, shit. I, 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 en- I enjoy very much this uh, Kanye stuff. I watched the Christopher Cuomo. Uh, you sat through that whole thing. Oh, it was 20 minutes. It was it was fine. I was taking a dump. Okay. It, it, like you, you I had it on to, in the background. No. It, it, it's completely it's it's completely them allowing Christopher Cuomo to rehabilitate himself through the humiliation ritual of, you know, he's basically like in double A. What channel? <laughs> he's like in the he's what like in the double A minor league of uh, it's called like News Nation or something. I've never even freaking heard of it before. Oh, okay, hmm. but but they but they've given him they've given him another opportunity to rehabilitate himself in in double A minor league cable news, and basically they've given him an opportunity to take on the current outrage du jour, and he interrupted Kanye the entire time. Talked about how he's on his meds. Why aren't you taking yours? Uh, Jews are awesome. What are you talking about? And he did. He did the whole bit. And also, like, also, you can't say anything bad about them because uh, it may inspire people to kill them and all that. He did the. He did the whole thing. Oh man, he did. I don't see. I never understood that. Don't talk bad about the Jews because somebody might do something bad to a Jew because you said something bad about Jews. Right. Just like we weren't supposed to say anything bad about Muslims after 9-11 and one black dude uh, robbed a Sikh in like Cleveland, Ohio, and that was considered a massive wave of anti-Muslim violence. Yeah, except none of that actually happened. The, the Sikh guy didn't get robbed? Oh, no, the Sikh guy got robbed, but all the other stuff like the, the you know, the, the, the avalanche of all the stuff. Yeah. None of that happened. Right, but um, yeah. But the thing is, though, is at, no. After nine eleven, you were allowed to be racist to Muslims. That was like the allowable racism was Muslims, right? You were allowed to say ragheads and that kind of stuff because you know we we needed we needed to have that because we needed to have the. We no, needed- we were immediately we were immediately being lectured to not to do that. That it's it's a religion of peace. It's just a a small minority of them really, really suck at the whole peace thing. Sure. And like, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be on constant high cortisol levels of alert with them. Right. But again, like that was, it was, there was still allowable Muslim racism, regardless of the whole, that whole narrative where don't be mean. No, it, it was allowed. Like, just like you're allowed to be mean to the French there. Right. Because they didn't come help us. So they were they were cheese eating surrender monkeys, and they were freedom right. fries. And so we start we started freedom kissing. Yeah, sure, whatever. It was freedom fries. I don't believe anybody ever said freedom kissing, but but I, I wasn't in Texas, so maybe. And I was eating my freedom toast. Sure, right. But uh, anyway, while drinking my freedom roast. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Any more French references? Before we move back to the Napoleon was a man of freedom. They should have never exiled him to that island. 
And he was also probably tall, but since he was a loser in history, they, they decided to say he was short. True, yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. Um, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about Kanye and the Jews. Yes. 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 Yeah, I added a cool clip if you want to play a clip. It's like a minute long. Where did you add it? To the content channel. It's right at the bottom. Okay. I like how Grognak sounds like he's in an extra, extra tinny dungeon tonight. Yeah, I know, because he's got he's still gotta work on getting his audio fixed. Um the clip is let's see what we got for a clip here. Oh, the, okay, to to build up this clip real quick, he decided to go on some kind of like yeah, rap I, I can, podcast. I can I can actually I can actually tell the story if you don't mind. Okay. Thank you. So he went on Drinking Champs with former rapper Nore and uh, where's the clip? Here's the clip. Okay. And I actually don't remember the other guy because the other guy's not as famous as Nore was. But yeah. It's DJ called- Effin. DJ Effin? Okay. Is, it, is he the Effin vodka guy? Is that what it is? Effin? I don't, I don't know, but he is his he name DJ Black. Is his name? Yeah. DJ, it is? Okay. So EFN. Oh, okay, so Nora and EFN. Yeah, I don't think it's FN, but whatever. However you pronounce his his those initials or acronym or whatever the fuck it's called. They went on and um, it's a show where they get together with uh, big names or former big names in in rap or entertainment or black entertainment or sports or whatever, and um, they drink. And and they talk and, uh, you know, people tend to some, you know, when when the booze gets going, you know, people say things that they they normally might not. Um, we've all heard Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. You know, he, he admitted to being a retard and a lot of other things. But uh, Kanye went on there and after uh, after his Twitter meltdown where he called Puffy a fed. Um, and said that the Jews put you up to this. Um, I'm going death con three D E A T H death con three yeah. on the Jews. Uh, he knows what death con is and he knows what like this whole thing has played up the automatic knee jerk white nationalist, uh, you know, boilerplate rhetoric of <laughs> retarded nigger, you know, uh, retarded black man said something retarded her, 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 her. But also, um, he said a lot. He said a lot of other things. He let a lot of stuff out. Um, he talked about a lot of Jewish people in a lot of places where people had no idea where Jews are actually even infiltrated into. So, let's play one of the clips here. Let me see, what is this like a minute and a half long? This one's uh... okay. This it's is... got a lot. It's got a lot of meat in this one. Yeah, this is a good one. I'm trying to like there. Here we go. Here's Con- here's one of Kanye's. <laughs> for the Jewish people. What I'm doing is I'm me too in the Jewish culture. I'm saying y'all got to stand up and admit to what y'all been doing. And y'all just got away with it for so long that y'all don't even realize what y'all doing. And it's like, y'all can't fuck with me either because y'all behind that gated fence, y'all soft, y'all hands got soft. You ain't out here getting beat up every day like me. You ain't out here getting called crazy every day like me. You ain't out here getting your family snatched like me. You ain't out here half your culture getting aborted like me. You ain't out here getting outraged with false narratives like BLM like me. So for all the Jewish media, y'all want to sit down and have a conversation with me? Then let's have a conversation. But you ain't going to send Harley Pasternak, 
Puff Daddy, Meek Mills, Kim Kardashian, none of the usual suspects, and get me to stop talking. You're going to have to take my life. I don't care if you black mirror me. I don't care if you do some of the alternative, what the thing was, show me talking, saying somebody didn't say, I don't care if you have me fucking a goat on camera. I don't care what you do. You're that. going to have, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, and if you take my life, there's going to be some college kid, some young yay, some young Pac that's going to even go harder. It's going to, y'all thought George Floyd was going to send it up. If you took my life right now, you're going to see something you never saw. So we might. There you go. So this leads me to believe that within the next seven, well, not seven days from now, but seven days from when this was aired, because later Saturday. on, there's another clip where he says, uh, I, I'll give you seven days to run up on me like you rap ass uh, niggas say that you're going to that none of y'all shoot with guns and stuff like that. He ca- he called out the fake rap uh, industry the, the, the yeah it, you know the storytellers right he called out the, that, yeah he called out it, the whole fake the fakeness of the rap game he he said a lot of stuff the about the jews running the rap game about jews running the fashion industry um he called a lot of people out right and so basically what he said about the rap the rap ones that lie about uh murdering people in their songs mm. is is that he basically called them the golems for 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 Jews, you know, mm-hmm. that you're yeah, and and the the interesting thing about him calling out Puff Daddy in that clip is the show that he's on is on Revolt TV, which is a Puff Daddy uh, Right. It's Puffy's network. Yeah, it's Puffy's network. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a K it's I think it's on basic cable. Uh, I, I'm not I don't think it's on basic. I think it's one of those extra things when you get like the black package. Oh, okay. But like this was on YouTube for a full day. For the full three two, hours, two point some odd million views, and then it got taken down. Yep. So it's very interesting that they allowed it to be up as long as it was, only and to take it down. it down. And then took it down. Yeah. It, well, they had what was it, six hundred and twenty-eight thousand watching live at one point, something like that, something ridiculous. And I don't know exactly, Grognak. When do you guys look that up, please? Uh, how many people were watching it live? It was an is an enormous number, and it was up for since Saturday, and it got taken down when yesterday, I believe. Yesterday it got taken down. Um, so there is a I so I hate to I hate to say this, but there's a larger percentage of the black population in the United States than the white population that believe Jews are a problem, but oh. you never like you never hear about it. Oh, absolutely. Well, the thing is, is you get you get this weird cognitive dissonance with the blacks they'll say something about kanye like kanye's so stupid calling out the jewish bankers because the jewish bankers were the ones that funded black wall street and that funded all this black stuff you know and then it's like oh and because you know there's a couple of jews in the music industry now kanye want to run his mouth like bro you literally just said like that the jews set the blacks up Right. You know, it's it's a weird it's it's a weird thing with these blacks because they know they know like I work with a black guy. Right. And we were talking about this and he goes, he goes, no, the Jews run the music industry. Everybody knows the Jews run the music industry. I was like, no, they don't. He's like, they know, but they know, but they're more scared. They seem to be like more scared to talk about it than the whites that actually know about it. Right. And he said, well, he said, all black people know the Jews run the music industry. I was like, really? 
all of them? He's like, yeah, all of us, pretty much all of us. I was like, oh, well, how come nobody says anything? And he was just kind of like, I don't know, because like they're always the ones in charge. They're the, they're the agents. They're the record labels, this or that. And it's, it's true. They are the music industry. They're the entertainment industry. And it's like what, uh, what Jason from Archaic said. I listened to his uh, If I Were the Devil stream the other day. Any of you guys check that out? Grognak, I'm sure you did. No, it's, it's, it, did he did well, he, he play the whole bit that if I was the devil, I would keep doing what this country's doing? He, he, the, no, he didn't play that whole, that, that, whole, that Paul, Paul Stanley or whatever, Paul, yeah, not Paul Stanley, what's his name? Who's the guy, Paul? Uh, I heard it just the other day. I know, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name, Paul? I forgot. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Very. It's very, a fam- famous, famous audio. Uh, people yeah. will pair it up with all kinds of horrific images depending and, on how right. much worse slippery slope has gotten right and with like depending on what kind of music it's either like you know really kind of religious or like that like very yeah ominous. i'd like this i'd like to see the montage that was used for 10 years ago compared to the one i just saw that's <laughs> so yeah, much, that's actually probably yeah. so much tamer i bet you the one from 10 years ago is much tamer absolutely <laughs> but um yeah it, when he basically said you know if i were the devil what I would do is I would make sure that anything that had anything to do with manipulating anybody's mind, I was in charge of it. You know, right. whether it's education, media, entertainment, finance, all of these things are controlled by one little small group of people. We all know who those people are. It's the Jews. Um, but yeah, that's exactly. He said, if I were Satan, I would put my people in charge of all this stuff. And he has. Absolutely. He has all of them. All the trannies on the TV, all the trannies on the movie screen, all the trannies on your computer screen. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Thank you. I, I was I. I knew I why I couldn't remember H, that. but I didn't want I didn't want to just start. No, just. Yeah. 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 Right. It's Paul Harvey. It's he deserves a little respect. Yes. If, but if it's, you're, a fa- if, it's fantastic audio. It really is. If you're if you're the devil putting everybody putting your people in charge of every single facet of what you can control, which is here on this earth. That's that's the important thing. And everybody that is involved knows to some extent, you know, who who is in charge. Right. I mean, obviously there's compartmentalization through all of these industries, but they all know at the end of the day. Oh yeah. They know they're working for Satan. So so there are two uh there are two instances where you could tell that there were, a, a, you know, certain portions of blacks that were onto Jewish nonsense. Like there is that old audio right before Malcolm X was killed, where he he got in front of the press and said that uh, the Jews are running Harlem, and he wanted wanted to kick wanted to kick the Jews out of Harlem because right. they ran all the liquor stores and the and the strip clubs and stuff. Yep, the money and, lending places and the. And, and that was like one of those situations, you know, that was that was one of those moments where people were like, oh, what? Really? Yeah. And, and like then they got rid of him. And uh, there was, you know, you ever seen the famous Montel Williams clip where the, the black bald guy gets up and starts talking about how Jews owned all the slave ships. Right. And, Mont- and, yeah. and, and, and Montel's like, shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. <laughs> we can't have this. Whoa. I remember that. that was hilarious. That's a great clip. Yeah, you know, st- stuff like that shows that this this is this has definitely been an undercurrent with this community for a long time. But like, well, they nobody's know. nobody's been as outspoken about it as Kanye is right now. And I brought up the other day, like, do you remember when Nick Cannon yes. says something just yes. like tacit, 
Like it wasn't even that big of a criticism about Jews. And then they killed one of his kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically made him put on a small hat and light the freaking candles. He did. No, like, he had to. He went to Israel. He went to Israel. He got talked by a rabbi. Tommy Sotomayor called him, called him all kinds of names. Um, yeah, I, that was that was terrible. And you're right. He didn't do anything like this I, again. And, and then they put he, him back on America's Got Talent. Right, they put him right back up. Right, and they put him. Well, he did. after he was literally whipped to his knees. Right, he was right. whipped to his knees. He repented of his sin of questioning the Jew thing. Um, yeah, he was more Jewish than Sammy Davis Jr. by the end of his oh, freaking conversion. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He was. He was as he was. <laughs> he was pretty Jewish. Uh, but I, you know, again, this whole thing is is theater. Starting with Nick Cannon, continuing with Kanye. Um, I, I was wrong about Whoopi Goldberg, by the way. I thought they were going to do like an episode of The View from the Wailing Wall or whatever. <laughs> oh, because of what she said? Yeah. I fr- and I even forgot what she said, but like they made such a big freaking <laughs> deal about it. I, I thought I thought her mea culpa was going to have to her, her Jewish mea culpa was going to be like I off the chain. But like did she just I think I think she's leaving the show is what. Oh, That's probably. It. This is probably her last season, and yeah, she's done. But uh, what did she say? I don't even remember. Uh, I, I something about uh, Jews are white. Oh, that's right. Like that. That's right. Yeah, she 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 misethnicized them. Well, it's okay if they say they're white. And that's not even her real name. Her real name's not Whoopi Goldberg. It's no, something. Her, it's like Tamika Smith or something stupid like that. It's 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 black. It's a black name. She's black. Right, it's a stage name, just like a, just like, you know, rappers have stage names and then really, really silly real names. Right. Well, they're all yeah. They're rappers always have the silliest real names because they're actually from like elite black families, in like you know what I mean. They're not. They're not like their real names aren't like you know Yashiqua and stuff like that. that's for street blacks. Like yeah, when I when I found out Snoop Doggy Dog's real name was Calvin Broadus, I was like, yeah, I'd probably go by a rap name too. <laughs> well, Calvin Broadus is actually Broadus is a fairly common black name. Yeah, but Cal Calvin doesn't, uh, you know, Calvin's a black name though. Like I know a bunch of black Calvins. That's not that bad. No, it's like Doctor like one of the guys Doctor Dre's name is is like something like it's or one of those is like. Wilfred something the third, you know, it's like those when you they have those kind of names, you're like, really? And you went, oh, to, what uh, co- and you went to what college? Whoopi implied the Holocaust was white on white violence. That's what it was. OK, that makes sense. Yeah, that she m- diminished. She diminished the greatest uh, their their greatest grift right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, anyways. Damn, we are seeing that's what happens in the chat live. Live revelation dropped that nugget of knowledge in our pilled chat, which is where you should be uh, live on Tuesday nights. You should come hang out with us here live on, on pilled.net. Uh, who's hanging out? We have Sleuther, we have Negative Zero, Revelation, Typhus just showed up. What's up, Typhus? Hugh Balls Anya is here. Toasty Oats is here. Hugh and Toasty both gifted cookies. Thank you very much. Sleuther, Hover Hands, Belt Loops Matter. Uh, Toasty, good lord. A lot of people are here tonight. And yes, uh, negative zero, Sazzy IQ, Sazzy Q, Suzy Q, Sazzy Q, whatever, Sazzy Q. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. In the chat, Ben. That's an easy one. 
Ben, that's a good yeah. Yes. That's Circle simple. Smasher Grognak and Arya Grognak. Mrs. Grognak. Hello, Mrs. Grognak. <laughs> and then over in the uh who do we have? Shiro and O'Cooter over in D Live chats and Odyssey. Who's on Odyssey tonight? Karen Elaine Johnson. Thank you, Detroitle from Odyssey. Hell yeah. There you go. Detroitle, 14 reasons are over in the Odyssey chat. It's actually working for me. Hell yeah, man. The ghost of George Lincoln Rockwell's ghost. Okay. Is there White Dahlia? <laughs> is there? That's a great name. That's a good name. Yes. Ghost of Lincoln Rockwell's ghost. <laughs> yes. White Dahlia and uh, 14 reasons. Oi, oi, oi. Hi, guys. All right, cool. I actually have all three chats working. Is it the good internet? I hope so. All right. Oh, I'm keeping all the drinks away from me. All right. I keep the coffee far away from the laptop. There's no coffee. There's no coffee. All right. There's only tangerine LaCroix. And there's no poltergeist. No. In, in the apartment. No, there's no all poltergeist. Right. Yeah. Okay, because that's what happened last time. It, it definitely wasn't Johnny's fault. It was a poltergeist. Dude, it literally wasn't my fault. The mic stand like simply collapsed into my coffee mug all by itself. I didn't touch anything. Because of a poltergeist. Or because of the weird bevel that the table has and the grip of the mic stand was not solid. No, I'm, I'm going with poltergeist on this one, too. See? All right. That's what we told everybody on the show because I, I felt it. I chill. know what you told everybody. I edited the show. You didn't edit. I did too. I had to fix a whole bunch of crap on that one. Actually, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. See, you're fixing the poltergeist mistake. Right. I took the poltergeist out so it didn't scare you guys. <laughs> Take him outside and whip him. Or something. Make him go to the wailing wall. That's right. Whoa. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Dog, don't, don't do that. Everything doesn't have Whoa. to be that. You know? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, it's just ghost ghost abuse, you know, like ghost abuse. There's no such thing. What? You can't abuse something that doesn't exist. You can abuse something that's already dead. Yeah, you can't. Yes, you can't abuse the dead. Actually, well, actually, that's kind of why Saul died, right? <laughs> there are laws against uh, who? abusing the dead. Or who died? Saul. Saul. Yeah, he, Rosenberg. He had, he had he had the no. King of Israel, he had the prophet Samuel summoned from the dead. I'd call that abuse. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, no summon, no summoning the dead. I know it's October, and people are doing like Halloweeny type stuff and spooky stuff, but no summoning the dead. Okay, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah or setting up altars. And, no and doing that. that. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Like you know. I talk to my dad every now and then. My father passed away a few years ago. Every now and then I'll have a conversation. I'm like, you know, dad, you know, like that's, that's fine. You know, I get that. But like setting up an altar and like doing like prayer type stuff just seems. Oh, yeah. Dress, yeah. Dressing up in demon clown makeup and I mean, chugging Hennessy in a graveyard. I don't know that those are congruent events necessarily, you know. However, even even separately, they're pretty odd. Anyhow, moving along. Yeah, be don't. don't yeah, be it far for me to tell somebody how to you know handle their grief sure i'm just not sure if that if i was asked if that was the healthiest option i was gonna say that's not the i would say there are healthier choices i would go with some celery maybe you know oh maybe, yeah maybe a light ranch maybe not the full butter milk anyway um <laughs> i'm just trying to change the subject guys so good lord yes so halloween spooky stuff uh we had a 
we did the blood drinking episode last week. What did you guys think? Did you guys that were not on there, did you guys check any of that out? It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as uh, Dogbot thought it was going to be. I just can't talk about SRA stuff at all. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. We didn't get yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we didn't do too much SRA, but there was a. It's, it's still just the whole topic in general of the fact that there are people that eat people. There yes. are people that eat people. I, I also did not like that movie Alone. Alone. But no, we're not. Do, no, stop it right now. Dog about we're not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Hush. there is now there is another episode, a Halloween ish episode coming out this weekend. Uh, this is a little preview. I think you guys in the live chat might have seen the picture already. We'll post it up on the on the telegram. There was a remnant race of giants in Galveston Island that were uh, in a light skinned uh Indian tribe that were known to eat their enemies for strength. Yes. That that definitely was not just Galveston Island, but yeah. They were they were roughly seven feet tall hmm. on average. Were they redheaded, light skinned giants, likely? Probably. They sh- they shaved the fronts of their heads. So I, I don't know what their hair they hair shaved was, the fronts like, of their heads. Now hold on. Yeah, um it sounds yeah, very so, Scythian. Yeah, it does. One of the uh, one of the quote Tartarian videos from Mind Unveiled from a long time ago had uh, a bunch of stuff about the pale skinned redheaded giants who shaved their heads or who didn't have hair in certain parts of their heads. So that's interesting. And they were from the Southwest. So, yeah. yeah. They hmm. also heavily tattooed their bodies. I don't recall Again, the tattooing very... part, but it, I remember hearing them talk about this. So this is something I've heard before. Okay. Hmm. Well, and, and it connects too with uh, what we're told were the Mongol Hunnic tribes out there, Mongol Hunnic Turkic that shave their heads in weird ways. You've seen like the Mongol haircut, right? Like oh, yeah. the hedge, you know, they kind of have like three loops coming down, whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. And many of those cultures, like, especially Scythians and Gales would tattoo all over their bodies. And those were recorded here too. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. They would like record all of their events, like in tattoos. Right. Right. Telling stories. Kind of like, kind of like the way, uh, like Maui and, um, Moana. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Except, uh, not, not a DM, not a demigod and not, uh, what was he? Maori. Yeah. I guess it would be Maori, weren't they Maori? Uh, I think they were F- Fijian, some kind of Tongan. like Fijian Tonga. Yeah, yeah was, Fijian wow. Tongan. Yeah, same. Wow, you finished Fijian. that perfectly for me. They're all the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't say to a Tongan that they're the same as a Samoan. That might get you your head crushed. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, like, there's not a Samoan or a Tongan here, so I'll say what I want. First of all, second, <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. You say, are you Dominican to a Puerto Rican? They will cut you. But if you look at them from, they're the same. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get Honest. it. Yeah, I get that they don't like it, but there's no difference between a Fijian and a Tongan and a Samoan, really. Yeah, and if and if James Churchward and, and other writers are to be believed, anyway, all those islands were once part of a mainland right. continent. Right. So they Those all come move. from one origin anyway. Yeah, they're all, exactly, they're all, yeah. Lots of things happened really fast in human history. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's uh, no such thing as cataclysmic 
events, according to uh, Reinhardt's favorite geologist. Speaking speaking of things that happen really fast in human history, how long do you think this Kanye thing is going to go on? Uh, longer than we talked about it, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> did you guys, I mean, like, did you guys hear... I don't know. Have you heard other people talk about it? I think that's that's more interesting to me than the whole thing. I don't know. I think that people watching this, I don't know, man, because Nore dropped it to, you know, he, he issued an apology, um, like did all the things. And what was it Typhus said? That uh, Kanye's getting the full red pill experience. He's having drinks with his buddies on the podcast. And the next day, those same dudes are throwing him under the bus to the Jews. Well, they were going to do that anyway. Right? Oh, that was going to happen. Yeah. That was going to so, happen anyway. Right. So what was what was their what was their apology? It had something pretty incriminating in it, didn't um, it? Hold on. I think I have the apology pulled up. I did have the apology. The apology from Nore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, let me let me pull that up. I had it up for a while. But. Here it is. Nori apologizes for airing Kanye West hurtful anti-Semitic and George Floyd comments on drink champs. After Kanye West unleashed more than three and a half hours of anti-Semitic rants, untruths about George Floyd and hostile comments towards everyone from Trevor Noah to Diddy during a Sunday appearance on Revolt TV's Drink Champs, interview Nore apologized for using his platform to have such views aired during a call to The Breakfast Club on Monday morning. Wow. Mm. I made a mistake doing the Kanye interview. He said, I could come out here and say this was Kanye's thing and that's it. And guess what? People will forgive me and I can get away with that. But that's not what I'm doing. I feel like I failed my people. I called the breakfast club because I wanted to apologize to my people. I want to be honest. I support freedom of speech. I support anybody not being censored, but I do not support anybody being hurt. Nor I told breakfast club host Charlemagne the God. <sighs> yeah, breakfast club is the, uh, the top tier of that community's black rap like talk yeah shows. Just, yeah the, the yeah talk show discussion mm-hmm. that's that like wh- whenever you're supposed to do outreach to that that's community you go. You through go the talk the club. yeah you're yeah. yeah that's that's supposed you're charlemagne the god which is such a weird such a weird surname you know especially <laughs> for somebody that seems to have come out of nowhere right Suddenly, I'm seeing him like on all these commercials. He's got his own show, mm-hmm. and then there's mm-hmm. yeah, the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. But he, so, co- I love anyway, how he so comes- he says he continues. He says, "I did not realize that George Floyd's statements made by Kanye on my show were so hurtful." You have to realize it was the first five minutes of the show. Like when he walked on, he told my producer, "If we stop filming, he'll walk out." So I didn't want a Birdman moment like when he walked out. So I wanted the man to speak. Ah, there's his out. He blamed it on well, Kanye. Yeah, uh, it, listen, the the George Floyd comments for those ha- that have not heard the drinking champs or whatever uh, podcast that uh, he basically said that George Floyd died of fentanyl overdose. Right. Right. And not and not from Derek Chauvin's knee being on his neck and that when he was screaming for mommy, that's the name of his girlfriend. And so he knew he was dying of a fentanyl overdose. And that's that's why he was he was screaming for mommy. Surprised Which, he didn't, I'm surprised he didn't say something like he, he didn't even know Derek Chauvin's knee was on his neck. <laughs> so the, the predictable consequence of this is George Floyd's estate or family. Uh, George Floyd's estate, you know, who would think that a gay crackhead had an estate, but I like know, right. uh, they, they're suing 
Kanye West for $250 million. Are That's, they really? Yes. Where did you see this? I don't even see this. Uh, that? that article appeared this morning. Oh, my I didn't, God. I didn't forward it because I didn't know we were we were going to be talking about. No, we I, might I, as well. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. This is another. So this is the George Floyd. So this is George Floyd's family hitting the lottery once again. Right. But because, now this is because, the. Hold on. Because now, wait a second. Now. Now, now, Kanye is going to have to pay that just the same way that uh, another person that we're going to talk about pretty soon has to pay almost a billion dollars. Right. So this is the way to silence fake dissent. Right. I, like, I, I think I think this is all system created. Oh, absolutely. Stuff anyway. Absolutely. You've got you know, you, I mean, you know, Kanye's ma- quote married to to Kim Kardashian. You know, they quote have kids. Now, Kim's supposed to be either some high level Illuminati witch or some very high level Illuminati tranny. W- one of the two. I mean, depending on which which side of this the 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 medicine cabinet your your meds are on. Um <laughs> and you I have take vitamins. What? I take vitamins. <laughs> you call them what you want. Anyways, uh, Johnny, uh, real quick, there's an article in the content channel uh, I've got open now for the lawsuit thing. Okay, hang on one second. Uh, yeah. you, you've got Kanye who wears Illuminati symbolism all the time, does all kinds of weird stuff, to, compares himself to Jesus, uh, you know, uh, Yeezy, all this stuff. Um, he's, you know, with the Kardashians for a very long period of time. He's in the rap game for a very long period of time. He knows about all this. He knows all this stuff, all this stuff. He's in on on all of this. So this is, this is very high level of theater. It's entertaining. It's very entertaining. It's very entertaining, but it is theater. Um, In the content channel. Oh, there it is. $250 million. Million dollars, right? <sighs> Roxy Washington, the mother of G- of Gianna Floyd. So Roxy Washington is George Floyd's baby mama. Wow! Oof. Attorneys claim that the false statements about Floyd were used by West to promote his brands. So the Floyd. Attorneys are claiming that Kanye would need George Floyd's notoriety to promote his brand. Wow. I have heard I, I've heard of this this black narcissism before. I'd never in my entire life had ever thought about hearing of it on this level. Look she, at and, and look at go ahead. The George Floyd's daughter is being traumatized by Kanye West's comments, and he's creating an unsafe and unhealthy environment for her. Okay. No. Well, and look just just above that. New Rue Witherspoon. New Rue Witherspoon. What? A partner at the Witherspoon Law Group who's representing the family said in a statement, the interests of the child are priority. How old is this child? (laughs) Quote, child. Gianna is probably 25 and no three kids no the no the daughter she's okay there's the picture right there Um, oh i see that's the mother that looks like roxy washington yeah there you go there you go right so this is ridiculous well, uh, from the from the yeah, this is from the affidavit itself. Uh, Kanye's comments are a repugnant attempt to discount George Floyd's life 
and to profit from his inhumane death. We will hold Mr. West accountable for his flagrant remarks against Mr. Floyd's legacy. Legacy. Right. So here we go now. You, if you're dead, you are automatically elevated to God status if you're black. Legacy of bananatality. Right. <laughs> he His legacy was that he held up a pregnant woman at gunpoint. He went to prison. He had done porn. He was a drug addict. He did a lot of fentanyl. He was on video the day that he, quote, died. If any of that is real, uh, high as a kite dancing with a banana in his hand. Yeah. Trying to pay for said banana with a fake. With trying to pay. Money. Right. Trying to get $19.50 back for a 50 cent banana with a 20, fake 20. So in case any of you out there are like, yeah, but what about my frozen peach? Well, free speech rights do not include harassment, lies, misrepresentation, or the misappropriation of George Floyd's legacy. Some words have consequences, and Mr. West will be made to understand that. That's according to the affidavit. Your words have consequences, people. Don't ever speak out against things against the official narrative because... You could have fake family members come out of the woodwork and sue your ass. Right. For everything. And, and you are more. not a Kanye West. You are not an Alex Jones, Bill Hicks. You'll be destroyed. That's that's what this that's what this sort of thing says, you know? This is a, right, exactly. This is another Alex Jones you know, shut the fuck up or you're going to get sued. You can't go against the narrative. So you can't go against you can't go against the conspiracy narrative. Um, of something of some tragedy, you can't go against the narrative of a tragedy, right? That's that's the thing. And with this, you're not allowed to say anything about Jews or George Floyd, apparently. Or you could get Mumu Oman thunderstruck. Right. Don't get Mumu Ogun thunderstruck by some black rapper, uh, baby mama. This Man. is a small detail, but I'm glad he said Deathcon three. And not DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1 is like the lowest threat level. Right. DEFCON 5 is like the bad one, right? Yeah. 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 I'm glad it wasn't 1 because people say DEFCON 1. It's like, okay, it's like, you know, it's like terror alert green. No, that's the normal. Yeah, that's the normal state of America. (laughs) Actually, we probably. It's like 4CON Bravo, 4CON Alpha. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't know either. Reinhardt, I don't remember that. Oh, uh, readiness. Is that a new thing? ThreatCon? Is it ThreatCon? No, I think it's, uh, is it Defense Readiness Con? So I can't remember what they call it now. Basically, we haven't been at level one since before 9-11. Right. And it's pretty much everybody's walking around on high alert at all times in this country. I mean, well, you know, because first of all, because it's terrorists. Second of all, because you can't relax and you shouldn't anyway. And third, because uh, terrorists, right? White nationalist terrorists. And, yes, uh, extremists. Right, extremists. And um, yeah, that's why. So Kanye is going to get sued by the George Floyd estate. That is funnier to me than a lot of the stuff. This whole thing to me is great humor. It brings me great joy to see people I don't like squirm like this, right? Um, seeing all the talking heads, like I said about Michael Rappaport, that nasty, he's, oh, I'm a tough Jew from Brooklyn. You know, this is a tough Jew from Brooklyn. Bugs Bunny, shut up. You know, he's so, he's so awful. He's terrible. He's terrible. terrible. The fact that I go back and I actually, 
Um, I remember watching Higher Learning when it came out. Right. I was. Oh, I wow. Was, I was that, like, wow. That's taking it back. I was in like high school or junior high, I think, when that came out. It was an old movie. But Michael Rappaport played Remy, the poor, tortured white kid that turned into a white supremacist. Right. And you were not like, you were not in high school. You were you were probably in college. Was it when that came out? Yeah. What year was that one? I think that's 95. OK. 96. OK. So, was, yeah. OK. So it was later. Yeah, so higher, yeah, and it had that Malik Williams or whatever the hell his name was that was in every fucking movie. The black dude that was in every movie for like uh, four years straight. Yeah, it was. It came out around the time of American History X, where mm-hmm. they were trying mm-hmm. to uh, demonize whites as it, white as whites. Yeah, they're yeah, like 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 skinhead gangs were like supposedly a huge problem, and it was just like the most minute minority of whites in every major urban area at the time i i come from a very white suburban urbanish place and i knew one my whole life i i knew a few they were all they're all good dudes yeah no i mean like growing up i knew one as i got older i knew a couple more but like growing up there's like one yeah i've been in the south my entire life and i only met one before i was an adult I guess there were a lot more in my area, but all the ones that I knew ended up becoming rockabilly and working on cars, <laughs> which is, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I believe you. I'd run into a few of them a year, a few years later. And it's like, they're all doing the same thing. They all got the greaser haircut <laughs> and, and like, yeah, they're rolling, they're rolling cigarettes up in their, their fucking sleeves of mm-hmm. their t-shirt and mm-hmm. shit. And I'm like, Hey, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, don't like Jews, <laughs> right? Right. Anyway, hey, anyway, uh, Kanye. So, how long is this going to be in the news? Um, I don't know, man. Until they stop bitching about it. Like you had, you had uh, Jamie Lee Curtis came out and said that she hopes he gets his children taken away. He said that in the he said that in the podcast, and I thought mm-hmm. that was very interesting for him to bring that up because there have been a, a, there's been a cascade of different celebrities opining on this. And, and that's, that's his biggest fear that if this is all real and authentic and heterosexual, which I, I, I'm not entirely sold that it is, but obviously it's about his kids for him. Right. 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 And, and, and so like all, all the criticism of the, the Jews and everything, it all has to do like if none of these people were interfering with his kids, I don't think he would have ever said anything about it. I don't either, but, because what he said about Pete Davidson uh, being a heroin addict, which I mean, look at the kid look or as him. he refers to him as skeet, which I found out the other day is slang for something gross. Yes. No. Anyway, um, yeah, Pete Davidson is with his kid's mom kim kardashian if you want whatever it is whatever it is we're gonna all right for right now we're suspending our disbelief we're not gonna be the paranormies for a second and call everybody a tranny uh kanye is the father of these children kim kardashian is the mother of these children she has run off to be a whore with other people she is with pete davidson who or was or whatever and pete had gotten kanye's kids names tattooed on him which is very normal that is, yes, absolutely the most normal for, thing I've ever heard. For some guy dating a person to immediately get the kids' names tattooed. Right. 
That, That's what real people do. Yeah, James James Gunn is like, wow, I didn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he makes his mark in other ways. He does. Oh. Ugh. 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 Hey, I didn't. I didn't make it, Johnny. Yeah. I didn't do that that time. No, but that was uh, James Gunn's gross. Okay, so Kanye. No, it is to him. It seems about his kids, and that's what he made it out about. Because, and then it, well, he mentioned um, the White Lives Matter shirt, and then uh, who was was it Lagerfeld or who was the who was the designer that wouldn't wouldn't put his shirt on the runway? Because it said White Lives Matter, and he said he's Jewish. Uh, wasn't it like L.A. clothing? It was something like that. I don't hmm. know. I thought he said Lagerfeld, but that's like oh, okay. That's a that's yeah. a clothing designer too. So I don't know. Whoever it was, no, uh, Ralph Lauren. Ra- was it was Ralph Lauren. Okay, yeah, Ra- Ralph. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. The so, White Lives so Matter had... was for Ralph Lauren. Wait a second. Or, or American Apparel. Oh. He he mentioned a lot of different clothing okay. companies. Yeah, he did. And, well, he mentioned and, he mentioned Ralph Lauren because when he said that the Jews own the black voice, he talks about um, he talks about how you know whether it's a Ralph Lauren shirt or you're on this label or you play for a Jewish basketball team or you do. Right? He mentioned all these things that are Jewish endeavors and are Jew you know Jewish controlled. And Ralph Lauren is super Jewish. Oh, dude. absolutely! Right. Yeah, right. yeah. When you look at him, you're like, "Oh, wow!" Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He's geez. your eagle type, but like the old bird type Jew, not the. Yeah. He doesn't not have the goblin. Like, he doesn't know. He doesn't have the huge bulbous nose. Um. So is probably Tommy Hilfiger. Very likely. I mean, if you are that high up in the fashion industry likely you are or you're related somehow or you know crypto or i mean there has to be there has to be several yids in the woodpile you know i mean oh, if, um, if you're if you're a preppy in the 90s you either wore tommy hilfiger or polo and and i'm pretty sure both of those were owned by yeah she was oh um, yeah real quick astro joined us in chat and i uh, said it was the american apparel guy dove charney is what he heard oh, okay dove charney or dove Dov, yeah, there's, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, it's super Jew, like yes. turbo kike, which is funny because American apparel is you know made in the United States and it's you know American this and blah blah blah. But of course, it's a Jew owned company. Much guarantee like, you, there's some kind of manufacturing going on in Israel. Much like well, something, not necessarily, but much like uh, your Black Rifle coffee, right? It's all American, thin blue line, support your police, and it's two Jews. So, uh, before we. <laughs> Go to break because I, I don't know if we're going to talk about something other than Kanye when we get back. No, so, what will. do you guys think about him about. purchasing Parlor? Him purchasing Parlor, I've already seen the memes. Uh, I even think Elon posted a, a meme. It's where uh, it's what's the was it Vegeta and um, Vegeta and Goku? Vegeta and Goku, and they're like coming together. Shh. Yeah, and it's parlor and twitter <laughs> like elon elon posted it so you know it's did, did, i heard he immediately deleted that 
though. Like people right. caught the screenshot, but he he posted it and then it got deleted. Then he well, deleted and, it. Yes. And you know, if that's the case, it's on purpose to right. Dude, post that, thing. let people get the memes and then delete, and then it. delete it. And that's absolutely what he did. He is absolutely shit posting. And people are like, Elon Musk is absolutely shit posting at extremely high speeds, bro. Wow. He's so fucking awesome. Love me some Elon. Starlink is great, bro. It's, it's just Mars. another layer of theater for this. Right. Because now it it's is. now it it's is. moving into the dissident and what <coughs> excuse me what uh libtards and everybody else thinks is going to happen when or if elon actually takes over twitter right it's become is, a fascist playground right it's feeding into this idea that white supremacists and white extremists are getting a foothold in american culture mm-hmm. and that's that's by using a, by using a south african jew and a black guy Right. So, <laughs> but so, you know they don't think that deeply about these things. Right. That, that's right. just what they see on the surface. And and last thing I'll say on this is I, I see people, you know, saying that this this is waking up a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're getting these narratives into the mainstream. More people than ever are looking at Jews, all this stuff that's great. But it is going to be used as a justification for the powers of be to point to it all. And say, see, we told you there are extremists everywhere. Oh, there are oh, white supremacists and anti-Semites if, everywhere. Hang on. What if this feeds into my theory that they're possibly trying to get rid of Israel and they're going to sacrifice it? This is uh, just a way to get. You know what I mean? I mean, how could that even? How could that even happen? Let's say they do sacrifice it and they put it in. I don't know Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how would they even get that to happen? I don't know. Everybody gets woke up and they start kicking Jews out of America. You know, America yeah. becomes hundred. I I don't I don't see it. I don't know, dude. I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. So uh, I know that more people are noticing and able or and are able to say things about Jews now. I've seen. I mean, the amount of anti-Semitism on on Telegram is ridiculous to begin with, but it's 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 coming out more and more in the normie sphere. You know, people are more normal. People are noticing. So I am not mad at this. This is this is like yeah. Susan Komen levels of awareness for the JQ. It's like, <laughs> oh, bro, can we get a run going? Yeah, but seriously, parlor, can we get a run? Nothing. Everybody wear everybody wear like green, right? For the so whole there, month. Anyways, what? So yeah, nothing, parlor. nothing happens on parlor. Nothing happens on parlor, much like nothing happens on truth social. Uh, it's bullshit. Just like nothing happened on mines. Just like nothing. Ha- what was the other dumb one? It was mines, and then there was a there's t- post post. It's that's well, po- I mean, I mean, post is like that's that is like that's, stop it. Where the that's Twitter guys really, that's, the former Twitter guys really like get where, to say all the words they really really want to yeah, say. Yeah, that's where those guys and like the guys, everybody that's been banned from the other that other shitty forum. But like part. I rem- the only thing I remember about Parlor was uh, Boomer's favorite Dago, uh, Dan Bongino Dan bon- promoting G- it. Dan Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. the The Puerto Rican member of the band that wasn't named Tico Torres. <laughs> nice, <laughs> uh, dude. Parlor. That's right. Uh, Dan Bongino was like always promoting Parlor, and then yeah, wasn't. What was the deal with Parler? Was Trump going on Parler or was it was the deal? I don't remember. Trump Trump was on Parler before. Trump was on Parler, right? He was, and okay. then he was booted from Parler, and okay. that was his big catalyst to do was it Truth Social? Right. Okay. That's that was I know he has Truth Social, quote has Truth Social now, but 
I couldn't remember how how it was tied with parlor. But yeah, wasn't there like a whole bunch of like what would be considered big name ch- right wing check marks on parlor? Well, Candace Owens' husband is the CEO. Oh, the okay. what's that white dude's name? Right. And so like it sounds like a like the 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 blue team media is trying to make it seem like a nepotism buddy buddy thing like mm. oh you say that blah 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 about about Jews but you know you're doing this behind the deal the behind the scenes thing with your buddy Candace but according to Kanye or Ye cuz ye that was some ye yeah that ye ye yeah, that was very strange. Yeah. At the beginning of the Chris Cuomo thing, he said, you, you have to call me by my legal name Which or I'm going to end this interview. Yeah, he didn't. He but didn't, they, yeah. they, but anyway, like he said that they that they won't let Candace talk to him anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's like. He's got I mean, a lot of people are mad at him. A lot of people are mad at Kanye right now. And good. I mean, if if the, if any of this is real, and again, you know, we have suspended our disbelief to to say that you know, if any of this were real, um, this is great. You know, um, Jews mad. A lot of Jews are mad. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, a lot of Jews are quiet too. There's not as much like you know, like the ADL and. You know, the SPLC and all this. Has the ADL spoken out on this yet? I think they did put something out. Stop anti-Semitism. The big Twitter account put stuff out on it. Stop anti-Semitism did their, yeah, on on Instagram was cancel ye. Yes. Yeah. And that's Um, like the big, that's the big anti-Semitism account on social media. Yeah. And then I'm sure the ADL had something to say. What did the ADL have to say? Uh, they basically just did the same thing: cancel and disavow, and oh, okay. um, well, just, I, just I the typical know. stuff. Just seems, and yet everybody, yeah, was it like fucking uh, Sarah Silverman did the whole like somebody's gonna hurt Jews because of this? Yes, yes, like like you guys talked about earlier with the the Muslims, the same thing. And you know, it's when I say that they're going to use all this waking up to justify all the astroturfing mm-hmm. that they're that they're doing um all the gaslighting they're going to justify it and they're going to crack down and stamp it out right. we knew that was going to happen anyway we right. knew the more people wake up they were going to do this exact thing right. so why not just let it happen and let the chips fall where they do mm-hmm. maybe and why maybe why not enough people... sit back and enjoy the freaking theater <laughs> yeah stop being you know you don't have to be like a wet blanket on everything. Like, you know, it's, it may not be the biggest win, but like people are so addicted to losing that they just can't enjoy something funny, you know, or like, or like the Owen Cyclops uh, comic where the guy's hooked up to yeah. all the things and the woman's like, just let people enjoy things. Yeah. The one, and the, cause the guy's like, I don't know. Isn't that a little much? That's yeah. <laughs> just let people enjoy things. That's all he said. Yeah, that's all he said. He didn't even say anything bad. He goes, isn't that a little much? Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, it's like that, dude. And but no, you can't let people enjoy things. No, no, there's no enjoying the, the fun police. Wee, woo, wee, woo, wee, woo, wee, woo. No, can't have any fun with this. No, you may not enjoy this. If you enjoy this, you are cuck. If you enjoy this, you are you love blacks. If you you know what I mean? 
if you if you enjoy this, if you're if you're in t- getting any enjoyment out of this whatsoever, you don't understand. This isn't really doing anything. This this retarded black guy. He's not retarded. First of all, Kanye's not retarded. No. Kanye is far from retarded. Ye. Ye is far from retarded. I hate that word. I'm sorry. When, when blacks get around other blacks, yes, they speak colloquially. Sure. It happens. Yeah. I mean, dude. But he's actually like pretty George well spoken. Carl- dude, whites do that when they're around blacks. Okay. Right. So, like, I don't want to hear it. Like, George Carlin said one time, you'll never see five black guys start talking white if a white dude walks in the room. But you'll see five white dudes start talking black if a black dude walks into a room. It happens. I okay. see it happen at work. Guys. Well, it's a, it's different between elevation and conversation, you know. But anyway, you kind of have to, you, know you kind of I mean. have to um, like get but, down but, a little but, bit to make sure that you're communicating correctly. You know, right? But that's not what I mean. You know what I mean? They can't ele- uh, yeah, like they can't elevate. Mm. The five of them can't elevate to the white guy getting into the room. Yeah. You're missing the point. That's yeah, that's not the point though. You're not yeah, talk about you're missing the point completely. The point you is, know, is is that happens all the time. It's like was and never mind. You know what I mean. I don't know why you're even doing this bit. So, you know, you know what I want to sit back and enjoy, Johnny? I want to sit back and enjoy Kanye West listening to the paranormies. Oh, dude, I would love to get Kanye on the paranormies to talk about Jews. Good lord. That would be great to talk about like the, all the occult stuff that he's seen. I'm sure he's seen rituals that would blow our minds. Yeah, it, it literally. Would make our you know how Joe Rogan episode looked like Puritanism. It would make our what episode? Which one? It'd make our cannibal episode look like a Puritan sermon. Oh yeah, it, you know how easily Joe Rogan's mind is blown, right? Like, like this would be like a legit mind blowing. Like, no, I don't think. Man, he he can't go on Joe Rogan because now it's too late. He he's the only place he can really go is like here. At this point. Yeah. I mean, it might be one to face fag for. <laughs> right? I mean, I actually, would. I would. Just might. Just might consider it. Yep. All right. He I very would. clearly has listened to the paranormies of the past, though. He has, he has to have. He has to have. Anyhow, but regardless, he's married to an Illuminati tranny and or witch priestess, whatever. Uh, so there is way more to this as being theater than they're letting on. Enjoy it for what it is, but don't get invested either way. Break? Yes. Yes. This week's break, what do we have? Fudge Tunnel? Yep. Nice. Uh, from the perfect album, Hate Songs in E Minor. It's the opening track, Hate Song. Easy enough. All right. We'll be back.
Alright everybody, we are back. This is still Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Grognak. Um, are we done talking about Yi? I mean, I know it's gonna... And a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, I don't we know, talked we, a lot about it. We did, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Also, well... I think we're done for now. Right, well... That ties into the other theatrical financial production uh, we had mentioned before. Alex Jones and his $985 million settlement he's got to pay to the Sandy Hook families for um, defaming their, you know, uh, deaths, I guess, right? So. Yeah, that's totally going to clear Bill Hicks out. Right. I mean, yeah, well, obviously, they're really going to pay all these fines. Nobody's actually paying. Nobody's actually paying this. Kanye's not paying $250 million to George Floyd's family. Alex Jones is not paying $985 million. Um, also, like, that whole thing, all it is is the Alex Jones lawsuit is just to get people... To not speak out against quote tragedies or official narratives, or you'll get you'll get sued, and then Kanye's not going to be able, you know doing the thing where you're going to get it. I guess you can't defame criminals. I don't know. The George I've, Floyd thing still bothers me. Like it boggles my mind how how much they celebrated this like ghetto degenerate just piece of garbage. You know, the absolute they, lowest of the low. They needed the worst to do that. Yeah, that needed to be, right? He needed to be yeah. a porn star who had held a pregnant woman up at gunpoint to, with the gun to the baby in her belly, you know, and uh, was was a fentanyl and drug addict and, like, just the lowest, right? Just well, every, everything since World War II has been about the slow ob- obliteration of our morals and mm. values. And so, like, this is... the creating St. George Floyd was the perfect the the perfect storm of our obliteration of our yeah. values. It's like the apotheosis of degeneracy. Right. That's show title right there. There was nothing about this this fake person's life that was anything r- remotely redeemable. Right. I mean he you know again whether it's real or not porn star drug dealer um criminal felon multiple time felon uh, all these things a bouncer at a bar you know all these like this was passing fake money um was all hopped up on drugs like all this stuff None of the, n- nothing about him was redeemable as a human being so no, it's I, the ascension of the humiliation mm-hmm. ah, yes. i've heard i've heard more people talk about the alex jones thing in real life than I have the Kanye stuff, which is really strange. Like I, I really, I really imagine that, uh, well, because of the popularity of rap music, et cetera, that more people would want to bitch and moan about the Kanye West stuff. I, you know they haven't. It's been the Alex Jones, Alex Jones lying about dead kids. Right. Is, oh yeah. Absolutely. So much more. It's so, you know, like it's so much more galvanizing for people that, that pretend to pay attention to current outrages and events. Right, right. No, I get that. And also what you'll notice is um, what is actually being shown in mainstream media. You're not going to find a lot of the Kanye stuff 
in the big in the big articles. You'll find Alex Jones stuff in uh, CNN on the Fox stuff on you know all these big websites, big news stations are t- talking about Alex Jones. Not a lot of people are talking about Kanye. Uh, yeah, because all, yeah. all you have, I, I, I'm sorry. All you have to do with the Kanye thing is say he's doing an anti-Semitism. You don't have to play clips of it. Right. Right. All you have to say is that he's he's doing anti-Semitism and that's wrong. And then Alex Jones, they have a laundry list of things that they mm-hmm. can uh, that they can humiliate him with. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They have a lot but, of cherry cherry picked clips of him oh, admitting sure. that that he's in that he's doing a bit or a character and, and whatnot. No. Right. And with Kanye, if you play any if you play any videos or audio, what you're going to hear is him spitting out that Jews run everything, and he knows it because he's part of all of it. So that uh, it just runs contrary to what they're trying to do, because they don't want people to hear that. They want people to hear that as little as possible. Right. Absolutely. And especially from somebody so I mean, whether we like it or not, somebody so influential. Mm-hmm. I don't have like I don't I don't care either way. All I know is that he um, there were six hundred twenty eight thousand people watching him, and two and a half million people have seen the video, and more people are seeing these clips. So, um, and again, nobody's worshiping. Like I, I don't I don't think anybody's worshiping Kanye because of this. I don't think anybody's like elevating anybody I know personally. Like I don't think anybody on this podcast is elevating Kanye to any sort of status other than. Um, this is funny and to see one of their own you know illuminati puppets or whatever um doing this you know whether it's whether it's like britney spears remember when she shaved her head and ran off and acted all weird did all that weird stuff right um, like it, whether it's one of those or it's a you know a charlie sheen thing or or whatever you know, um, or it's real and he's really trying to break his programming or whatever because it's his, his kids. Whatever it is, it's entertaining and Jews mad. But in, in both the cases that you just mentioned, like with Britney Spears and Charlie Sheen, like mm-hmm. they, they showed signs that they had snapped. Right. When right. When, right. when Charlie Sheen was doing the whole tiger blood. Uh, oh, yeah. All, all that, yes. all, all that yes. stuff. Like everyone was like, oh, he has hey, absolutely <laughs> lost it. Yeah. yeah. Kanye yeah. is is he might have been drunk on that show because that's what they do. Drink. It's called drink champs. You know, and they they drink. That's what they he do. Started dr- he started drinking towards the end of the hour, the free hour that I watched. Mm-hmm. They handed him some kind of like fruity looking. Yeah, he was, but he brown, was, but brown by the end, of the, by the end of the show, drink. he was inebriated. Yeah, but because he doesn't, he's not a heavy drinker. And the other guys were drinking the whole time. And he even blamed, um, that Nore dude, he even blamed the alcohol on not checking Kanye on ye, excuse me, not checking ye on some of his stuff. He's like, yeah, I was inebriated at that point. So, like, you know, I didn't really, it's I was really just letting it go. What? It was a really strange thing to watch, Johnny, because it wasn't really as much of an interview as much as these guys like gave him a microphone and, and just said, let him just, go. Just, yeah. yeah, just let you go. And, and then they would throw something in every now and then, like some kind of I don't I don't understand all the ins and outs of this Hollywood drama that is this person's life. So the, they would mention like a little thing or something and it would set him off. And he would go on another full tirade based on it, mm-hmm. you know. So like it, it's 
it's it's it's basically like a tabloid magazine when he opens his mouth and i'm not i'm not familiar with what all that crap is but the nuggets that you get out of it where he like i guess we're back on the kanye thing again we we never mentioned that he thinks he's a black hebrew israelite now yes he did the whole he's like i can't be anti-semite because i'm semi i can't be again you know anti-jew because we're jew he's like he believes that blacks are one of the 12 tribes of israel so yes, he's doing the black Hebrew Israelite thing, which, as we all know, is hilarious. I cannot wait for him to get on a mic and say the Holocaust was a joke. Holocaust was a joke. Don't say that. You don't say that. Except this time he, he gets on with Ben Shapiro. Right. And tells that to Ben Shapiro's face. I want, yeah. Who has a beard now. Yeah. Who, Ben Shapiro has a beard? Yeah, I'll send you. Wait, so the memes of him with a beard and curls are about to be reality? Oh, God. Yeah, Astro, but Alex is not a good guy. We know Alex is not a good guy. He's a character. He's an actor. Uh, He's still one of my favorite actors. I don't care. Reinhardt, content chat. Um, So, that's that's Ben Shapiro with a beard? (laughs) No, it isn't. Ew. It's your jerk. That's not a. That's not Ben Shapiro. It is, that dude. It's totally him. That's from a. Day is that one of the FBI agents that that resigned for sexual misconduct? Totally no. not sexual misconduct. It is. Oh my god! If you put your hand up up to his nose and down, I like put your hand like cover his mustache. Him. That is. It him. is him. He gained some him. weight in the face. Holy I, I mean, I am a jerk, but like you know, it, it, I like, I was like, this is like some gay porn star, isn't it? That's what well, I was, no, I was this about. is the this is the gay dude at the gym that like comes yeah, up to you after yeah. your deadlifts. It's like, hey, bro, I'm just gonna have to say, man, I don't want to interrupt you or anything, but you need to spread your feet apart like about another six inches and straighten your back out. I don't want you hurting yourself. That that pats you on the butt. All right, I'm I'm pulling this up. Oh Thanks. man, good lord, good lord. Hang on. My thing wouldn't save for the longest time, so it took me a minute. All right. Ugh. Ew. Punished Shapiro. God, <laughs> that's terrible. All right, so I didn't... Yeah, oh, my God. I don't know if he, uh, he, if he looks even more effeminate with the beard. Like... Yeah, he, I, he looked I mean, more masculine. Not, it, like, he looked more masculine, and, like, he... Like, I, I this guy has looks like he has no debate skills whatsoever. You know, at least clean shaven Shapiro is like, oh, shit, here comes this little smarmy Jewish bastard, you know? Right. I wonder wonder how I would feel when he actually says, like, facts don't care about your feelings. I want to see him say this with the beard and see how it changes. Dude, this version of Ben Shapiro can remove your catalytic converter in under 30 seconds. No, I don't think this one is. This is no, this is that, that was it doesn't look like a guy strung out on meth. No, not really. No, no, his hair's too. It just looks like a real like, douche. Yeah, it's like a douche or like. See, and this is how Jews blend because that guy's Jewish. Like that's like one of the most Jewish people on earth. This is this is like Eli Roth Jewish. So why are God. we bringing up Eli Roth again? I'm just not. No, I'm. I'm not what? even referencing a prior conversation. It, he looks like. Yeah, he he's got like an yeah, Eli and it Roth does, look. He does also have the look of an FTM now. Yeah, he does. Oh now man, he looks, it looks like yeah. one has been with on the hormone beard, blockers for with a while. With the beard, yeah, with the beard, he looks more FTM than he did. I'm telling you, he looked more masculine with clean shaven Ben Shapiro. 
you know, this this reminds me, there was an FTM that would work out at the Navy gym on base uh, that I'd see all the time. This looks like that. Ugh. Yeah, dude. Like, dude. He's shooting up. He's shooting up tests in the bathroom. Is she's she's shooting up te- test in the bathroom. This looks like a grinder picture. Right. Or whatever the whatever the FTM site is called. No, oh, it's probably grinder now. Oh, trannies have invaded all the gay. Yeah. So do apps. do. OK, so I know the MTF trannies are very aggressive on like the the lesbian grinder, whatever the hell that one's called. I don't know. Scissor or whatever dot com. Uh, but, you know, and it's scissor. And because uh, the the lesbian, the actual lesbians are like. No, that's not a woman. Like, and and the trainee is like, no, you have to have sex with these females to validate our tranniness. And us being a woman, we're validating your lesbianism. So if you don't validate our mental illness, we won't validate yours. <laughs> it's kind of like quid pro quo, right? But um, oh god. The Astro said this picture reminds me of Eric Stryker. No. I'm thinking there's not enough fetal alcohol syndrome yeah, in this picture. Yeah, I mean, no, this guy looks like he can debate still. Like, Oof. no matter what Stryker does, even this guy, like this guy doesn't look like he could debate uh, Ben Shapiro. Like this Ben Shapiro could not debate clean-shaven Ben Shapiro, right? Clean-shaven Ben Shapiro would wipe the floor with with uh, this this guy. And I think his mouth being open too, that like the partial opening of his mouth makes the makes the makes it look gayer i think it's like yeah that much gayer. it does like if you were to transplant this and put it on, put it on like a like a blue screen or something this looks like this could be a mug shot a That's, really bad mug shot. I, I see i thought this was a gay porn star <laughs> that one or alex jones i mean the, ben shapiro who's, honestly, who's better at looks maxing oh um <laughs> this guy is I don't know what's going on with his hair part there, but yeah, that's really weird. It's like it grew in It grew in and it stopped and then it went over and it stopped. I don't know. He's got like a weird thing going on, but it, yeah, I is he coming? It, is he coming it over the hat? I'm still like, I just can't believe that's fucking Ben Shapiro like that. If you cover <laughs> like up the really top half of his face, over. if you cover up the top half of his, like if you cover from his eyes up, you can't tell that's Ben Shapiro at all. That's true. And that is the thing. And, and right there is the reason what we just, Remember we were talking about a long time ago, um, facial recognition technology. It's your eyes. You cover up those you, eyes, and it's not Ben yeah. Shapiro. You think he's getting beard tips from Matt Walsh? He's no. At, he might be, but um, Matt would tell him to use pencil if that's what his beard really looked like. Is it color it in? Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to fill that one out, yeah, bro. Yeah. Also, if I I scrolled down, but it was originally unintentional to have the picture of Alex Jones right next to. Bearded Ben Shapiro, right? So funny. Just between between these two guys, the physiognomy is weird. Yeah. Oh man! And like Bird would say, two different women. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take this picture off the screen now. All right. So, moving on, Ben Shapiro. Jesus. Oh, uh, what else we got? We got um, we got vaccine stuff. We've got. We've got new we got new news speak for chemtrails. We got a super massive black hole. What? News speak yeah, they, for chemtrails. Yeah. 
Yeah, they came up. They came up with an official narrative explanation for for chemtrails. It's a homogenitus cirrus, which means man-made cloud. That's what they're referring to these now. Where is this? I threw it in the content chat. And so when you go to Microsoft Bing and you put in homogenitus cirrus, mm-hmm. uh, comes up with persistent aircraft condensation trails. A similar chemical reaction creates persistent condensation trails, uh, cirrus homogenitus. The reaction is caused by the combustion of sulfur-laced jet fuel mixed with water vapor. Simply put, those persistent aircraft condensation trails in the sky are sulfur dioxide-inspired man-made cirrus clouds. Persistent aircraft condensation trails. Yep. That is what they're calling them. And wow. what yeah, about an anthropogenic up. cloud? Anthropogenic cloud. Yes. Yeah. Or is an artificial cloud is a cloud induced by human activity. Although most clouds covering the sky have a purely natural origin since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, man. Oh, I got to go to the Wikipedia. That's just a picture. Okay. But yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, they're actually admitting it. Man-made clouds. Yeah. And, and they have sulfur in them. Sulfur not, dioxide, not barium salts, and all the other stuff mm-hmm. that they they've that have been found. Well, they've admitted yeah. to at least they're admitting to this, right? You know, I want to know. We know how sulfur a lot of times kind of predates uh, cryptid sightings, strange events, paranormal events, UFO sightings, whatever. All kinds of strange appearances. I wonder what the coinciding of chemtrails with some of those appearances would be too. You know, because it feels like sometimes cryptids have been stirred up, especially these past couple of years. Uh, Crow 777 has innumerable videos showing very strange, uh, unidentified anomalies flying around the chemtrails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the what we would consider to be aliens or uh, UFOs. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they they may not look like flying saucers but no, the way but that they, the way that they move have intelligence and mm-hmm. it's very you know these very strange knobs i don't know like what else to call like or rods sometimes it's very strange yeah they're like yeah. little i don't know like little sections of rod you know yeah so, and, and they so fly, is it go ahead Oh, so is it summoning these things is it prepping the area is it a, a hallucinogen Making people see certain things, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know that only with spray... one of those fancy cameras can you even see the ones that Crow Seven 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 gets. Right, you got to use um, yeah some sort of infrared lens or whatever, and, and you have to slow down video and mm-hmm. stuff to catch the the specific movements of these things. They're extremely so quick. it's like putting out so it's like putting out an alchemical spell into the air and summoning something through, which. A lot of times, actually, chemtrails have coincided with people's sightings of literal portals opening up and things flying out of them, like a portal opening up in a clear blue sky, and you see somewhere else in this portal that is not the sky. Uh, before the great artificial freeze here in te- here in Texas in February 2021, I saw the strangest chemtrails in the sky uh, two or three days prior. You know, they they were doing spirals, 
which I had never seen before. Oh, really? And I took a, I took a couple pictures of of the spirals, and then uh, I would see them as I pull in my car in the morning, and then when I go out to break, the spirals had had dissipated in like a very strange web like manner. Hmm. You know, it, they spray it, here. They spray here almost every single day, or they have been uh, for the past week, and it <laughs> creates the weirdest. Um, like spider webby clouds, right? Every day, every day, every day. And now today it's like it's like thirty degrees and it's completely like thick gray, like snow type clouds. Yeah, it's very odd. I mean, they I've shown I've sent you pictures and sent them in the chat, Johnny. Whenever mm-hmm. I go out for my walks in the morning, chemtrails have been insane the past couple of weeks. Right. I mean, uh, groups like like what I've got up on the stream here, groups of that, like four or five crisscrossing each other, and they're just everywhere. Yep. Uh, but they look like separate grids. It's it's very it's like strange. Layers it looks very intentional. Grids. Yeah, yeah, very intentional. Um, I've got another quick story that has to do with aerial stuff. If we want to sure. bring it up, what do we got? So from the chat just a little while ago, uh, somebody tagged you with it, Johnny. Too uh, from the Jerusalem Post, a new app lets civilians help shoot down drones and missiles in the Ukraine. I saw that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a uh, Ukraine has created an application for mobile devices that will help air defense units supplement radar information about an air target to better the chances of taking it down. <laughs> You just need to install the app on your smartphone, pass an authorization process, click test to make sure everything works, and be ready to notify anti-aircraft fighters about perceived threats. Is this the new swatting? Yes. Are you you're just going to be playing WoW like PvP and all of a sudden? <laughs> got Here's how it works. Drones? If you see an air target, for example, a cruise missile or a suicide drone, Okay, you need to open EPPO on your smartphone, select the type of air target, point your smartphone in the direction of the target, and press the big red button. Air defense specialists will see a mark on the map and will complement the radar information, and the threat will be shot down. Oh, they'll complement it so they'll they'll like say something nice back? It will. It'll be like, yes, hey, hey, um, hey drone, nice tie. Um, you know, I don't know. Hey man, nice shot. Probably, yeah. <laughs> But I don't think, um, oh, what was the guy's name? That was supposed to be, you know, that's about the guy that drank the poison, right? What was his name? Um, Monk or Mud or what was the guy's name? What, Slavodon Milojevic? No. Oh. Or, no, I'm sorry. He didn't drink the poison. He sh- that Slavodon Milojevic drank the poison. The dude shot, Bud, shot himself in the head. Like, oh, right, right. James oh, Bud. Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. Yeah, James yeah. Bud was the guy. John Bud was the guy who killed the girl in Iowa. Bud Dwyer was a guy who suck started at 357. Yeah. Anyways, that was what the song Hey Man, Nice Shot was supposed to be about, right? Oh, I I, I don't remember. I thought it was, I always thought it was about uh, Lee Harvey Oswald or something ridiculous. Oh, something about Kennedy? No, like, it, yeah. it was about Bud Dwyer. No, it was. Yeah, it was, it was about Bud Dwyer. That was like the lore. I remember that from Faces of Death. Oh, boy. But anyways, back to this, back to this uh, J Post article. Air defense specialists, oh, they will complement the. Oh, well, that will have it will complement the radar information. So the radar information that the um, that the air defense 
already has will you will give them more information and that will help them like triangulate this threat even better so how long until pole gets this shut down um for misused yeah i don't know i mean yeah this would be like somebody abusing the um oh what was the uh what was the button the old people used to have the life alert button life alert because you know people are, are going to use this for whatever means they desire. Right. Like, this is a terrible idea. Just just putting aside well, being the paranormies once again, this is a horrible idea. Do not hide in entrances, under arches, on stairwells, in basement of panel buildings, near automobile equipment, gas stations. Oh, no. Hold on. Here we go. How, ministry offered, let, me, let me back up. The ministry offered advice how to recognize UAVs and protect yourself from these weapons. In particular, the suicide drone engine is loud. When approaching, a sound similar to the operation of a moped or a chainsaw engine is heard in the air. When you hear such a sound, try to get into a specially equipped shelter. Use basements, buildings, basement floors of buildings, underground parking lots, passageways, or follow the two walls rule. The two walls rule? You should not also not try to stay in any vehicle. Get out, run as far away from the road as possible, and try to locate a suitable shelter. Places for shelter should be chosen as far. Okay, so basically, it's telling you how to run away from a suicide drone and then how to like call the Mossad on the suicide. I don't know. This is dumb. If there's a suicide drone targeting you, you can like grab your fucking smartphone, scroll through your apps, find the e app. Oh my god! I don't have signal. Hurry up! And then this is the time that the app takes forever to load. Right. Yeah, if you're in like Eastern Ukraine in a right. small town, I'm, right. I'm guessing you're not getting five G. Well, I mean, dude, I don't know. I've heard stories that America actually has like the worst signal for everything on Earth. Possible. Yeah, and that we're just like, like the worst. Like worst Korea has way faster internet speeds than we do well yeah worst worst korea is literally a cyberpunk society a satanic cyberpunk society already man i didn't i didn't know this guys but apparently a lot of people thought hey man nice shot was about kurt cobain which i guess makes sense yeah that, since since would courtney that would trigger. make sense just hearing the name since courtney pulled the trigger hey man because well, there's like lyrics like i wish i i wish i met you or you know like what you sacrificed by a training what you could have taught me i could have saved some face like i don't know that what is that line yeah um what else we got we got about 20 minutes well i still think that uh i'm not done with the app thing yet like honestly like oh oh sure who's gonna pull out seriously you see a drone coming at you in the family in the old minivan right whatever they're driving the the i don't know what the fuck they drive over there in the ukraine but you're driving along and, and you see the, the drone, you got to jump out of your your vehicle and pull out the phone and find the app and start the app and point it at the drone. And by that time, you're dead. You hit the red button and the thing makes impact. Like, right. Like, I don't know. Like, how? I mean, well, apparently, is... they're taking it very seriously. I saw a picture today somebody posted or somebody tweeted. Somebody actually used like, this thing? Well, somebody tweeted a picture of like a, a middle-aged woman looks well said it was her therapist and she's got a freaking rocket launcher on her back. She's like, here's my therapist 
or my psychiatrist. She's she's out there looking for drones. What are you doing? Oh, huh. interesting. That's weird. It's, is that real? No, it's not real. All right, then. So it's as real as the ghost of Kiev. Yeah. Kiev. All right. Let's see yeah. here. Yeah, Next dumb. we have... What about this supermassive black hole? Belched up a star. What the... F- intergalactic indigestion, indigestion, intergalactic. What? Um, th- this is retarded. Okay, so this, this black hole gobbled up a star three years ago, and it just spit it out today. Or, Where is this? This is... Uh, I don't know, black hole burps up star years after eating it, stumping scientists. There was a tweet in the content chat, so I pulled up the article, the linked article. No one has ever seen anything like this before, said the lead author of a new study analyzing the unprecedented phenomenon. Yvette Sendez. So it's a woman leading this this expedition. Um, Let me see, it's in the... It's in the contact there it channel. Is. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, there you go. There it is. So the violent feast itself isn't unusual. So in October 2018, astronomers witnessed a small star being ripped to shreds and swallowed and it wandered too close to a black hole in a galaxy loaded 665 million light years away. Mm, very nice. Not quite 666. Anyway, the violent feast isn't unusual when, however, when the black hole mysteriously started regurgitating stellar matter in June 2021, scientists were left scratching their heads because there was no evidence it had eaten another star. Which star is this supposed to have been? It's as if the black hole started abruptly burping out a bunch of material from the star at eight years ago. Sendez, a research associate at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Well, there you go. It's the Harvard-Smithsonian. Yes, Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Uh, It's institution. (laughs) Well, this is just the the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. I I mean, but it's part of this Smithsonian institution. And there is, of course, there is the the CGI-rendered photograph of you know of, of the thing it looks like uh, I don't know like some welding going on with some smoke a little bit of welding alright so this is ridiculous this is just some this is just some space um, conspiracy candy type space garbage that's all this is I know yeah. I, I love I love the idea that you know, there's this mystical force like the black hole, and it's just, you know, tearing apart stars like sure. a pack of pit bulls do an infant. You know, it's Oof. just, it's, you know, it's really great space theater. It is space, but that's all it is, is space theater. Yeah. It's all it ever is. Yeah. Oh, there's more conspiracy candy. Oh, is there? Um, did you guys hear what the, uh, the chief Jew in charge of the police here said? From the Department of Homeland Security. The threat landscape has evolved considerably since 9 11. 
Alejandro Mayorkas, the, the the Spanish Jew, I guess. Yeah, Sephardi. Sephard. Uh, he said Sunday the threats facing the United States in 21 years since September 11th attacks have shifted from worries about foreign terrorists to growing concerns about domestic extremism. And of course, this comes out alongside all the Kanye stuff, almost right. like it's intended. Exactly, exactly. Domestic terrorism. The threats of domestic terrorism are very dangerous, he said. It makes the country weaker. Remember when he had like Muslims 10 years ago shooting up like military recruiting places? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I remember but that. that shit was fake too. Oh, that was all fake. Um, but, but, but probably not the guy that beheaded the people at the Oklahoma manufacturing place where oh, he beheaded like that, three yeah. of his coworkers. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Did Westboro pick at that funeral too? Man, I don't know. They pick at a lot of funerals. Yeah, they really did a number for Christianity in the uh, aughts. Kind of Gotta love point. it. Kind of the point. Probably part nope. of the point, don't you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. All right, then. So this is an interesting one. Uh, the David Icke article from davidike.com. Uh, on the former Royal Air Force pilots. Oh, yeah. So 30. He probably knows a couple because he's British. Right. They just happens to know, you know, they're British. I know um, like 30 of them and the Chinese, the Chicoms are paying them to teach them how to fly planes. Okay. So 30 former Royal Air Force pilots are paid 250,000 pounds each. To train Chinese to shoot down Western <laughs> aircraft in a possible threat to national security. Now, um, a bunch of, and it's not just the British former pilots. There's a lot of British former military that are um, assisting Chinese military um, as advisors and trainers and that kind of stuff. So they are, um, I mean, this is bad. Well, the United States... We basically recalled all of our uh, Chinese employees, right? Our employees in China, our American employees in China, right? Right. And England's trying to do that, but there's nothing they can really do. Yeah, England's had a lot more. They've had their claws in China for a, a lot longer than we have. And, mm -hmm. and I don't mean that like they've had tight control. It's all, you know, Jews and Jews. Um, I think it's the Lee bloodline over there. Yes, one of the one of the thirteen bloodlines um, higher than the Rothschilds. Well, the Rothschilds, um, you know who they are, obviously. So they're for right, exactly. All the Lees, you you'd really just know Lee. Could be yeah, Johnson. How many, yeah, there's more Lees. You know, there's more chins in a Chinese phone book. <laughs> yeah, so there's a That's weird thing going on joke. with some of the families there. But yeah. Anyways, um, anyway, moving on. But yeah, we have yeah recalled a lot of our employees, all of our government. Um, associations from china and you see obviously how joe biden is pushing and pushing and pushing like just today i think i saw a video of him saying you know god god bless america get out there and vote god bless our troops uh protect them you know as we move forward uh, all of his rhetoric on you know standing against china for taiwan oh yeah so oh yeah that's right well there goes taiwan uh, i mean yeah, you know, it says here that China wants to be the world's most dominant military power by 2049. They keep pushing that 
they keep pushing that date back they like do. they do uh like they do the uh flooding of new york by global warming it, it keeps getting pushed back <laughs> another 20 years every 10 years or so like I remember commercials in 2006 and 2008 warning that Chinese were going to take over our country by 2020. Huh? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. There's actually they had a there was a pamphlet that was handed out or whatever. It was like one of those. Oh, it's one of those books. It's it's been banned. It was like the how the Chinese are going to take over, or it was like the Chinese mapped out their takeover of America or whatever. You remember that? Yeah, the long slog. <laughs> and now and now the chinese navy can barely put out like one one of their brand new submarines every like 15 years right none of this stuff I think, none of this stuff is is real guys none of this stuff none of this no. stuff is real yeah are they a paper tiger or are they a serious threat i mean well we're technically a paper tiger yeah so when you put two paper tigers against one another what happens you get a paper cut you get an even bigger paper tiger. Yes. I don't know. But I tell you what, I tell you what, you know what's you know what's amazing? Um I I, I gotta check to make sure I wanna scroll through this to make sure I'm not getting Rick rolled. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Don't wanna get Reinhardt rolled. No, don't wanna get Reinhardt rolled. No, I just saw this. I think for exactly. Okay, so this is real. Okay. Why Wakanda might be a model for our future cities. I forwarded that. I know so. you did. I know you did. I just wanted to make sure it was, and I, I wanted to read the actual article to make sure that CNN wasn't Rick rolling us. I know you would CNN, CNN international because this is about a fictional country. Right. Sure. CNN, this is in the style section of their website. <laughs> now, just, just under on architecture. The off, under architecture. Just now. on the off, off the cuff, guys, how many people do you think legitimately believe either A, Wakanda should be a real place if there was no colonization or that it actually is real? Now... I don't know, but I just noticed in the architecture here that some of these skyscrapers actually have tops like huts. Yes. Yeah. Roofs. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, like, they do. like even in black fantasy future space <laughs> land, like, like they have to still make this shit look like huts. Mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> like, the best like, part... What? Like, like, like that's a that's a fuck, that's a troll right there. Who, they kind of look like peanut butter Whoever jars. designed this, they're like, this isn't going to look like an authentic black super future space city unless we make the skyscrapers tops huts. <laughs> yeah, some of them have trees. Some of them have like what looks like tents. And some of them have actual like wooden thatched hut tops. What can with, I use it in an architectural reference? Okay, so the ones with the thatched huts, they have like, you see the, the sections that look like gold. They look like the gold rings that the, the Africans that extend their necks with gold bands do. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Sure, but I I bet the the artist was like, I need I need some architectural references from Africa for for this design so I can extrapolate what it would look like futuristically. Right, this and one, all he's all he's looking at is like, man, is there anything over one story? Okay, so <laughs> if you look at the one to the left, the kind of roundish flat top one, and the bottom one, that's a set of plate lips. That is messed up. Yep, but I'm not wrong. 
Oh, you're not wrong at all. Look, uh, look off to the side. Uh, there's one that's square with with stuff coming out the side. Which side, like, left or right? Uh, to the right. Like that. That looks like it's straight up made out of mud. And that, yet they're referring. They're referring mm-hmm. to this as like this should be a model for our future cities. Model for the future yeah, cities. If, if you look all the way in the back, there's like ladders and stuff and buildings are halfway built some of them okay right. but that's this is just this is just a cgi rendering of, of a city anyway i mean to be on to be fair like wakanda's not real it's a fictional city it says right in the second line of, of the, the first line of the of, of the articles is wakanda is a marvel second line is the fictional country of the marvel universe is the most advanced civilization in the world years beyond the rest of the world in technological learning But it's a little noticed part of Wakanda that may predict what our real life cities of the future should look like. Okay, so this is what they should. So One what of the he's, things what I he's love getting at is yeah, this is what you should do. The cities, there's a city and it's got all this mass transit and all this housing parks and all this stuff. And the moment you leave the city, you're in farmland. There's this connection between rural life and urban life. So what they have in this Wakanda is they have homogenized uh the jungle and the city together there is a lot of like little if you look in this picture and for those people who are watching or who are listening to the podcast we will leave uh a link i guess we'll put a link to this because this picture's i mean or it's it's the cn just google cnn wakanda there you go there's a lot of trees and there's a lot of park areas and stuff. So they're trying to say that the cities of the future should be a combination of rural and city living. Kind of like, was it Louisville, Kentucky, that has like patches of farm right in the city? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're, what they're talking about, too, is a hyper-nationalist well, nation. That's, too. that's the other thing. Right. And that well, that was the part I liked about this. It wasn't the article. It was the actual replies in the tweets. The replies in the tweets were actually quite a bunch of red pilled. Um, yeah, let me pull up some of those replies yeah, some of them here. Were pretty good. Well, uh, part of the part of the libtard genius of this this article is they're using this fake city that doesn't exist mm-hmm. to this fake civilization that doesn't exist to browbeat you about living in suburbs and owning cars, right? Because that's 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 what it all boils down to is that uh, you are selfish for wanting to have your own space, and you are even more selfish that you have to use that you are choosing to use a car to drive into the city where they want you to be living mm-hmm. uh, to go, to do your work. Right? How dare you! How absolutely yeah. dare you! Uh, this quote here was really funny. I think we're really, in, uh, I think we're in this really interesting time right now, with a sort of a once in a century transformation, and it has to do with electric autonomous connected vehicles. And with that moment where all the Whoa. technology is changing, that should be the time where we rethink what cities should look like as well. I don't know that that's happening as much as it should be, but it's an opportunity. And you think about it, there's a lot of micro mobility devices now. And I don't and I don't know that a scooter's brand new or a bicycle's certainly not brand new, but we're thinking about them in different ways as transportation around cities. Yeah, actually, <laughs> um in some cities they have scooter rentals that you they're little, you know, electric powered scooters, battery yeah, powered scooters. Those things. And that you can drive them anywhere you want and you leave them. 
And yeah. then they come pick them up. Yeah. People leave them in the middle of the street. That's I hate seen- to bring it up, but there was a kind of amusing South Park episode where the things just kept appearing everywhere and they were kind of like, right. Uh, it was kind of like Day of the Triffids, but mm-hmm. it was with, uh, mm-hmm. never mind. They yeah. just kept showing up. Yeah. That was a funny yeah. one. Yeah. In, in theory, those, those are actually great ideas for the society that we have now in practice. They're absolutely horrible. Yeah. And it's always, like I wish. Some- it's always. I like wish it were legal to hit anybody on one of those. Ghetto. It's always like some ghetto black dude who has a debit card. For like something. a group of them. Yeah, and it was like, and they always do. When I was, I was doing this one job, and I was staying at one of those extended stay hotels, and there was always like three of them in the parking lot. Oh my god! Like I said, people in certain cities. When I was in San Diego for a while, people would just literally leave them in the street. Oh yeah, they leave. Well, they don't leave them in the like in the lanes. Or they'll leave them like right off the curb. Oh, so there like, were there were a couple that had actually like people got off them and like they thought they hit the kickstand, but they didn't, and it just fell over partially into a lane, and they just left it. That so this article also brings up bike lanes. Oh yeah, and I just want to say bike lanes are the most useless. Like it that that is an infrastructure humiliation ritual. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen bikes in the bike lane. During traffic, yeah, cyclists would also agree with you, talk about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> cyclists want the whole road. Oh, they want the whole road, but like they've 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 narrowed they've narrowed roads that were once two lane mm-hmm. into one lane roads with bike lanes and this giant like loud painted space in between. <laughs> that you're not supposed to that you're not supposed to drive over obviously but like it, it's it's ridiculous well so getting back to the article just a little bit on here once again and i found some of the replies that you're talking about johnny <laughs> they also enforce strong oh, borders some of them are pretty with- good some some with tech really from their good. natural resources, want no immigrants, believe in a spiritual religion, and adhere to traditional family values, rebuke ultra progressive ideas, hereditary monarchy. They have a walled off border, strict immigration policy, and a monarchy, all of which I was told is racist. Yeah, there's, that's, a of, there's a lot of that. The thing here with, whoa, that was strange. Yeah, it was very odd. Sorry, my streaming software updated and it's going wonky right now. I think it's telling me the show's almost over. Um, <laughs> wow. I, wow. I think it's like, no, it's like going dark on me. That's very strange. Um, anyways, so what they're doing here, but it's all in the vein of blacks are more enlightened than whites. That's how they're pushing all of this. Oh, yeah. It's. I mean, even though this is clearly a evil, racist, white colonizer, colonizer, uh, nationalist society, um, they are pushing this as, look at what the Africans do. Look at what what the blacks do over there. Right. But it's so cynical because it's they have to point to a fictional country on it from a damn movie. Right. That's exactly that's like they they have no example that is that is remotely. It's, it's yeah, like that they could remotely go to like they'll bring up something like Singapore is building an eco-friendly city for 42,000 people. But like, you know, nobody's going to live like that. It's all going to be populated with white people working remotely. 
pretty much. Um, the thing about uh, yeah, Wakanda is it's fake. It's not real. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not real. It's not going to be real. It'll. It never will be real. None of that is real. Like you know, you can point to Wakanda. Like I mean, we can point to Curzon for future city. Like you know what I mean? Like point to any city in any movie. I mean, I don't. I don't understand their whole point. Like, I know they're trying to shame people and whatever, but like to use a completely CGI'd, um, probably algorithmically programmed city, you know, as a uh, what they're going to reference for like the, how we should be building in the future. Does it talk about affordable well, housing? John, it looks like OBS killed our stream. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, well. So, well, to everybody who did join us, thank you. Yes. To everybody who did join us, thank you. We are going to wrap this up then with the the, uh, the podcast. We will have a Nationalist Inquirer. A Nationalist Inquirer, my bad. A Necronormicon, good Lord. Um, At the end of this. Dogbot, you got another chunk of the... Oh, I... I are you done? Yeah, I'm done. It, it's Ooh. all about activism, activisms in that book. After that, oh, no. and it's, it's you know it's a different reading. I will. Uh, I can read more from Robert E. Howard. That's cool. Yeah, we'll have Reinhardt read us from Robert E. Howard. We'll do that. Nice. You guys are going to check out uh, this weekend. It will be um, a fun one. We had, we had uh, a good thank, time recording it. Thank you for everyone who donated tonight. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Thanks to everybody who donated tonight. It's a shame that we can get to thank them. We did not get to thank them on the stream, but thank you. We appreciate it greatly. We will see you this weekend. Everybody be good. All right. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. The Hyborian Age by Robert E. Howard. Part two. After the Pictish-Atlantean Wars had destroyed the beginnings of what might have been a new culture, another, lesser cataclysm further altered the appearance of the original continent, and left a great inland sea where the chain of lakes had been to further separate west from east, and the attendant earthquakes, floods, and volcanoes completed the ruin of the barbarians, which their tribal wars had begun. A thousand years after the Lesser Cataclysm, the Western world is seen to be a wild country of jungles and lakes and torrential rivers. Among the forest-covered hills of the Northwest exist wandering bands of ape-men, without human speech, or the knowledge of fire, or the use of implements. They are the descendants of the Atlanteans, sunk back into the squalling chaos of jungle bestiality form from which ages ago their ancestors so laboriously crawled. To the southwest dwell scattered clans of degraded, cave-dwelling savages whose speech is of the most primitive form, yet who still retain the name of Picts, which has come to mean merely a term designating men, themselves, to distinguish them from the true beasts with which they contend for life and food. It is their only link with their former stage. Neither the squalid Picts nor the apish Atlanteans have any contact with other tribes or peoples.
Far to the east, the Lemurians, leveled almost to a bestial plane themselves by the brutishness of their slavery, have risen and destroyed their masters. They are savages stalking among the ruins of a strange civilization. The survivors of that civilization, who have escaped the fury of their slaves, have come westward. They fall upon that mysterious pre-human kingdom of the south and overthrow it, substituting their own culture modified by contact with the older one. The newer kingdom is called Stygia, and remnants of the older nation seem to have survived and even been worshipped after the race as a whole had been destroyed. Here and there in the world, small groups of savages are showing signs of an upward trend. These are scattered and unclassified, but in the north, the tribes are growing. These people are called the Hyborians, or Hybori, and their god was Bori, no doubt some great chief whom legend made even more ancient as the king who led them into the north and in the days of the great cataclysm which the tribes remember only in distorted folklore. They have spread over the north and are pushing southward in leisurely treks. So far they have not come in contact with any other races. Their wars have been with one another. Fifteen hundred years in the north country have made them a tall, tawny-haired, grey-eyed race, vigorous and warlike, and already exhibiting a well-defined artistry and poetism of nature. They still live mostly by the hunt, but the southern tribes have been raising cattle for some centuries. And there is one exception in their so far complete isolation from other races. A wanderer into the far north returned with news that the supposedly deserted ice wastes were inhabited by an extensive tribe of ape-like men descended, he swore, from the beasts driven out of the more habitable land by the ancestors of the Hyborians. He urged that a large war party be sent beyond the Arctic Circle to exterminate these beasts, whom he swore were evolving into true men. He was jeered at. A small band of young adventurous warriors followed him into the north, but none returned. But tribes of the Hyborians were drifting south, and as the population increased, this movement became extensive. The following age was an epoch of wandering and conquest, and across the history of the world, tribes and drifts of tribes move and shift in an ever-changing panorama. Look at the world 500 years later. Tribes of tawny-haired Hyborians have moved southward and westward, conquering and destroying many of the small, unclassified clans, absorbing the blood of conquered races. Already the descendants of the older drifts have begun to show modified racial traits. And these mixed races are attacked fiercely by new, purer-blooded drifts and swept before them as a broom sweeps debris impartially to become even more mixed and mingled in the tangled debris of races and tag ends of races. As yet, the conquerors have not come in contact with the older races. To the southeast, the descendants of the Gemri, given impetus by new blood resulting from admixture with some unclassified tribe, 
are beginning to seek to revive some faint shadow of their ancient culture. To the west, the apish Atlanteans are beginning the long climb upward. They have completed the life cycle of existence, and they have forgotten their former existence as men. Unaware of any other former state, they are starting to climb unhelped and unhindered by human memories. To the south of them, the Picts remain savages, apparently defying the laws of nature by neither progressing nor retrogressing. Far to the south dreams the ancient, mysterious kingdom of Stygia. On its eastern borders wander clans of nomadic savages, already known as the Sons of Shem. Next to the Picts, in the broad valley of Zing, protected by great mountains, a nameless band of primitives, tentatively classified as akin to the Shemites, has evolved an advanced agricultural system and existence. Another factor has added to the impetus of Hyborian drift. A tribe of that race has discovered the use of stone in building, and the first Hyborian kingdom has come into being, the rude and barbaric kingdom of Hyperborea, which had its beginning in a crude fortress of boulders heaped to repel tribal attacks. The people of this tribe soon abandoned their horsehide tents for stone houses, crudely but mightily built, and thus protected, they grew strong. There are few more dramatic events in history than the rise of the rude, fierce kingdom of Hyperborea, whose people turned abruptly from their nomadic life to rear dwellings of naked stone, surrounded by cyclopean walls, a race scarcely emerged from the polished Stone Age, who had by a freak of chance learned the first rude principles of architecture. The rise of this kingdom drove forth many other tribes, for, defeated in the war, or refusing to become tributary to their castle-dwelling kinsmen, many clans set forth on long treks that took them halfway around the world. And already the more northern tribes are beginning to be harried by gigantic, blonde savages, not much more advanced than the ape men.